Alright, so, welcome back. I guess to start, um, happy Christmas break to all of the listeners. I'm assuming most of the hey, listeners... Hey, 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 it's winter break, not Christmas, come on. Winter break, well, yeah, we're inclusive what people of celebrate Hanukkah? the holidays. Yeah, shout out Zoe, she doesn't listen to this podcast, but I do have a friend that celebrates Hanukkah. Um, super Zoe hyped. Jewish? Yeah, she's Jewish. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'd assume she's Jewish, if she celebrates Hanukkah. But yeah, so so happy holiday break, happy winter break. Um, we uh, we're in our respected homes. Last time that we were at somebody's respected home, we were recording in person, which was sweet. But we're not this week. Yeah, we're sitting exactly where I am right now. Yeah, I wish we had video sometimes, but like our video would just be us on Zoom. So like, not a sponsor. Um, so like that wouldn't be awesome. Not a sponsor. It, it would be awesome if we had video. Maybe we'll get to it once we reach 100 listeners on a single pod. 100 listeners on a single episode or 10,000 listeners, whichever comes first. Definitely the 100 listeners. Holy cow. 100%. But Yeah. Um, I think those would probably be right around the same time. Because, like, if you think about the math, if you got 100 listeners, everyone listens to it once a week. That's only, like, 10 weeks, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm stupid and dumb. Maybe that's 20 weeks or 100 weeks. I don't know. Anyways, but I brought all my gear. No, home. it's 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 100 weeks, right? Yeah, it's yeah, definitely, it's 100, weeks, it's definitely ten, 100 weeks. 10 weeks would only be 1,000. We'd have to be doing this shit for like two years. That'd be crazy. Yeah. But uh, so I brought all my gear home, and uh, there was two main reasons for this. Reason one, the podcast. That's probably the primary yep. driving source in me bringing home all my stuff. Um, but like, just for a, how long are you home for? A couple Tuesdays. Three. Three. Yeah, this one, the next one, and the one after that. I'm gonna do. An, I'll, I'll be doing a couple remote locations. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah, because I'll be. I'm at home for this one. And the next one, I'm going to be in Idaho. And then, let's see, the one after that, I think I might be in Chicago. Wow. Yeah, you're moving all over the place Oops. during break, aren't you? Nah, I'm just in Idaho for like two and a half weeks, so it's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Which, like, if I didn't bring all my stuff home, I probably would have been okay. Like... I've got a lot of stuff here. I could probably record a whole album here if people wanted to. I've got all sorts of mics and interfaces and shit like that, but, like, the stuff that I usually use is just the easiest. And the reason, too, is my dad has this friend. And, uh... Okay. And he... My dad calls me, like, I don't know, a month ago. Maybe he texts me. I don't really fucking know. He goes, hey, so, like, if I wanted to, you know, record some records at my buddy's house... And then, like, make a mixtape. Could your interface, like, record that on your laptop and then, like, send that to my phone? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, what is that ancient sentence? I know. I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I suppose if we hooked up whatever to my interface and recorded it as a file into my laptop, I'm sure that I could just send it straight to your phone. But, like, I would need the right cables, and I told him what kind of cables and stuff, and... He was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So he got, like, super into it. 
after he ordered all the cables, he goes, okay, great. This is going to be a drunk night. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't, and I don't know what that means, but I'm in. So yeah, of course. So the plan is I'm taking all of my gear that like I would essentially record a podcast with and go over to this guy's house. And my dad and this guy used to DJ with each other when they were like our age. Your dad's so interesting. I know. He's got a bunch of twists and turns about him. Um, he's yeah. just not cut from the same cloth. and uh, No, he's not. Well, he's cut from a fucking lawnmower. Yeah, he is cut from a lawnmower. And so, you have to tell that story after this one. God, I might have to. So we're going to go over to this guy's house. And you know how, like, you'd make a mixtape, I guess, like, a long time ago on, like, tape? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, like, you'd record over it, be like, the only thing I can think of when it comes to this is, like, you'd record a mixtape for your girl, and you'd be like, I love you so much, baby. Like, this one's for you. And then you'd play a song. (laughs) So, like, we're going to do that. Make, like, an hour and a half, I don't know how long, mixtape. So then I'm talking to him about this, and he's like, yeah, 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 and if your cousin's up, then, like, he can come over, too, and drink with us. I was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, and I'll probably try to stay sober enough to drive us home. And he was like, well, yeah, well, I figured we'd all just crash on his couch. I'm like, Dad, you're, like, almost fucking 50. We're not crashing on people's couches. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you talking about so, there? I also have an 18 What's your dad's first name? Jason. Jason. So I'm like, what are you talking about, Jason? What are you talking about? So I was like, I was like, all right. So I also have a younger cousin who's underage. I'm like, oh, maybe he can drive us. And he was like, brilliant. So he, I'm like, well, how long do you think we're going to be there? And he goes, probably like five hours. Jesus oh Christ. My God. Yeah. So I'm ready That's for that. So long. But I'm going to have to take all my what, gear what? over there and and record it up. Well, when, when is that? I don't know. Sometime, he said sometimes between Christmas and New Year's. That was the time. No, it's coming up. It's coming up. I'm psyched. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, to give a little bit more backstory on your dad, you have to tell the lawnmower story. Yeah. I'll just start with my dad runs, like, the most uncoordinated person in the world, and it's not because he's from an uncoordinated family. Like, literally, like, all of us are, like, pretty good athletes for the most part some of us are exceptional like my cousin is exceptional runner um does running take coordination i don't i feel like it's gotta like the level my cousin's at like it's gotta take some coordination it's gotta take like it has to he was running is so mental he was also such a pretty good he was a pretty good basketball player for a while until he got into running i think and then he was like all right like this is the sport i want to focus on is this kenny yeah yeah, yeah he, the dude's fucking nuts. But, um, like, his dad was an insane runner. My grandpa was an insane runner. Both of my uncles that were my grandpa's brothers were insane runners. They have all of the records at my high school. Like, all of the long-distance records That's is Abraham's. Sweet. So, like, That's I really never ran cool. in high school, so, like, I never broke them. But my dad never ran in high school. I don't know why my uncle didn't break them. It's kind of weird. Just thought about that. My dad never broke them because when he was two years old, um... My grandma was mowing the yaw- the lawn, and I've never got a for sure, um, like, definite story out of them both. I've just gotten, like, bits and pieces, and nobody really knows how the fuck it happened. But from my understanding, she came around a corner, or she didn't see him or something, and he ran in front of the lawnmower and basically got his ankle cut off. Yeah. Like, like almost... It's so insane. Almost His ankle is giant... 
His ankle is ginormous. Oh, yeah. They were breaking bones in surgery to fix bones. It was a crazy thing. And the thing is, my grandparents, his parents, are um, were EMTs for 20 years. So, like, they were first responders. Whoa. So they just, like, went into yeah. first responder mode, I'm told. like Yeah, they literally just, like, went straight into it because they know. And my great-grandma, who is his mom's mom is known as Leadfoot Lois, or I guess was known as Leadfoot Lois. She's long past. But um, she, I guess, drove to the hospital in the truck, and they were in the back of the truck, like, enclosed truck bed, like, doing yeah. all of the EMT shit on him. That's kind of, that's so sick. It's it's insane. Insane story. And I guess, like, they figured it out, and, like, I guess he played basketball for a few years. He tried to play baseball, but his eyesight is shit. So, like, he couldn't see the ball yeah. in. Like, the reason Jackson, Jackson won't play baseball. Jason is not doing well. No, he didn't, he didn't play sports, but he, he DJ'd like a motherfucker. He was into music, so. <laughs> That's so funny that he DJ'd. I did not know that. No, and, and people call, so, like, he'll do, he does the music for, like, our high school. Like, you know how sometimes in sports, like, they'll have, like, the music and timeouts and stuff like that? Yeah. So when I was on varsity, he came on and he did the music and stuff. And, uh, like, fucking, he's been doing it since. And people call him DJ Jason, which is also sick. DJ is Daddy Jason, which is really weird. Yeah. But, like. Oh, Daddy Jason. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I've never called him that shit. I don't think, I, I don't like it when people call their dad daddy. No, that's weird. Oh, do you want to hear a funny story? Yes, I do. Do you want to hear a funny daddy story? So (laughs) when, no, when my girlfriend Izzy and I were um, out in Idaho during August, we, or for our two-year anniversary, I, this was like back in July when I was still in Copenhagen, but I bought her during this Idaho trip like horseback riding trail rides for four hours or five hours and <laughs> nice decent yeah that was decent not nice also I'd do say- you know dave Grohl burps a ton yeah that man's insane yeah he lets him go dave Grohl is awesome like he his burps just lets him go all the time where did you learn this i watched his hot ones last night such a fucking good hot ones. I could go on such a, a good we, hot. I ones. could have a whole hot ones on Dave Grohl, or not a whole hot ones, a whole podcast on Dave Grohl, but I won't. I'll save the listeners. But yeah, that hot ones. Dude, no, that Dave, is the, Dave. I think it's the most times in hot ones history that someone said fuck. No, that was Gordon Ramsay. Maybe it was Gordon Ramsay, but it's definitely no, but the da- most that da- he drank. No, Dave Grohl literally during that hot ones brought like. His own drinks. I think it was what was it? Just Crown Royale and Coke. Yeah, it was something like that. And there was ice in the Crown Royale or the Coke, and he just fucking stop it with his fingers while pouring. And this was in the midst of COVID. And it was just like, hey, hey, Sean, you want to take a shot? It's like, want to do a shot? Want to do a shot? They probably did six or seven, maybe eight shots. I think they did the uppers of ones. ten and they shots. Were, yeah, they were hammered by the end, and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's the only interview for Hot Ones that I've seen, like, go completely off the rails because of the guest. Yeah, dude. He's crazy. He's crazy. Dave Grohl is the coolest guy ever. Yeah, but, like, he's also, like, so chill. Like, he does a bunch for charity, especially this time of year. 
That's cool, dude. It's literally just cool. Yeah. His coolness factor is what everyone else should be based on. Yeah. When I now what I've been saying is how cool are you? Like zero to Dave Grohl. <laughs> zero to Dave Grohl. Fuck yeah, that's sweet. Get this. You, yeah, you I've won't been, believe I've this. I've been saying that. So I had a little supplemental app for Wisconsin, um, for their vet school, Ooh. right? A little little thing that they made us fill out. So one of the questions, My... essay questions, mm-hmm. is who's a person that you look up to or admire and why? And there's more to the question than that. And I'm like, God damn it. Who am I going to write about? And I'm like, I don't look up to fucking anyone. I mean, I do, but there's like, n- not, there's no way you wrote about Dave. No, Grohl. I did. I did. I wrote, I wrote a thousand characters <laughs> or 3000 characters <laughs> about God. Dave Grohl, dude. <laughs> 3000 characters. That's like six pages worth of Dave Grohl. No, with the spaces and everything, it came out to be like a page and a half. Oh, characters, not words. Yeah, characters, yeah, there you go. not not words. But it was crazy. I was like, he's done this and this and the death of Taylor Hawkins, and I just went on and on, and I was like, it's shown his resilience and his blah 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 blah, and I just went with it. Just went with Dave Grohl being your yeah, hero. Submit. That's awesome. Have you heard back from any vet schools yet? Uh, yeah, it's not three. I've I've heard out of three of the seven. And those all have denied me. But I've got four left, so we're hoping that... What were the three? Um, Ohio State, Iowa State, Illinois. Okay, so not the important ones. Right. Those are those were kind of bottom tier. Ohio State was up there on the list. They weren't number one, but they weren't last. Um, yeah, but it's Ohio State, man. I know. It's like I didn't get in, but at the same time, it's like... What are we really losing here? Because... Were, were any of them your safety or no? Um, no. I got a few. Do you have a safety? Yeah, I think I'm going to get into... For some reason, I think I'm going to get into the number one vet school in the nation. I just have a feeling. What's that? Cornell. It's in New York. I just yeah, have I a feeling what, I'm going to get in Cornell there. Cornell is. And I'm like, well, if I get in there, like, it'd be cool. But, like, it's the number one. It's going to be hard. Like, I don't want it to be hard. So, I would really, really like to go to Wisconsin. But... If you don't go into get into Michigan State and you get into Wisconsin, I will be back at Wisconsin in the fall with you. Be a roommate. That'd be, that'd be fucking sweet. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, we'd have a blast. Oh, we'd have way too much fun. But yeah. let's see. Um, what was I talking about before? Daddies? Yeah, dude, your daddy story. Yeah. I don't know what this is yeah. about to turn into. but No, so... We did this trail ride with horses, and we weren't the only people. There was one more family with us from, I think, somewhere. It was Texas, but I don't know where in Texas, but you could tell they were from the south. Besides south. the dad, the, like, the whole family was from south. Like, all their, their kids were not young. They were, like, one of them was married. The rest of them were, like, in their mid to late 20s. Like, it was an old family. But... Given that the whole family was daughters besides the one dude who was married, um, they still all called their dad daddy. And Izzy and I got really uncomfortable with yeah, that. That's like it's weird. just it it's pretty weird when you hear like one of the daughters or the like mom uh, when the dad's riding a horse and he gets into like a little bit of a trot, maybe a canter, and you just hear from behind you, "Look at daddy go!" and you're just like, 
Oh. Yikes. I don't like that shit. No, that's not ideal. Not at all. So, that's that's my Idaho story with Daddy. Not 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 my not my favorite moment, but the horseback riding itself was really cool. Mhm. Yeah, no, I I did see pictures from your horseback horseback thing and it looked sweet. Loki, I was a little bit jealous because like it'd been a while since I was with the horses and Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean the uh uh, the horses, like, I've just got this, this need now that I've worked with horses to, like, be with a horse and, like, move them around. I don't really, I don't really miss the horse itself, but I just want to move a horse around. There's something about being more powerful than the most, like, giant animals. You miss the process. I do. Also, speaking of being more giant than other things, I am bigger than my brother just because I'm older than him. And last night we got. I mean, that doesn't mean you're. That doesn't mean you're bigger than him. Like I'm bigger than my bro- oldest brother Sam. As in taller. I don't know if I'm bigger than him. He's stronger than I am. Yeah. But I. I okay, def- we keep going. I definitely am bigger in size. Like Jackson's fourteen. So, I fucking decided to wrestle him the other night, in which I ended up throwing my foot into the little train that we have that rotates around our Christmas tree. And yep. cut the shit out of my foot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, How like, that, like, would you cut it on just the train? Just like or the, the track? edge of the tra- the top of the train. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the 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 thing that like you jump on on a movie and then climb in. Just cut it on that. It's probably an inch cut. It was a pretty good one. So I was cleaning that up with Neosporin this morning. Nice. It was fun though, cause we were we were really bitching at each other, and then like as soon as I was bleeding, he was like. God damn it. And I was like, ah, you understand now. When the older sibling beats the shit out of the little sibling and they start crying, you're like, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Yeah. But uh, like when you start when you start bleeding, it's just like you don't run and tell. It's just like, ah, that happened. Yeah, I just put some wet paper towel on it, went to bed. Nice. But um Did you win? I did win. I was winning for a long time. I just kicked the fucking train. It was my oh, own fault. The worst. So, um, but me and him have done some cool shit. We did start the igloo. I want to hear about the igloo, like more about it. It's huge. I would say the area that we have dug in it right now is probably like six feet. You could spin a six foot shovel in a circle. Um, wow. So that's, that's pretty dang big. Yeah. It's pretty big right now. Um, my dad thinks, are you trying, what was it? Are you trying to make it bigger? Yeah. No, it's not done. We just ran out of, of, we literally ran out of sunlight because he got out of school and then he came home. I had started at like one with the tractor and I was piling more snow on it. And then um, he came home and I was literally on FaceTime with you and I was like, I was like, come dig. And he came down. He was like, damn, you did some progress on this thing. I'm like, yeah, I know. And so we started digging in. And once you get enough, because like if I didn't have him, there's no way I'd be this far because he's so much fucking smaller than me. And he can go in yeah, and dig at can, things that I can't. He can do the nitty-gritty work. Yeah, he he is the nitty-gritty of that pyramid or igloo or whatever it is. It's built by aliens anyways. Um, and yeah, so, really. And so he goes in, and once I can get my head in there and sit up straight, then I can go to work and things go a little bit faster. Um, but he works pretty good too. Um, 
So yeah, we ran out of sunlight. We finished, maybe we were out there for two and a half hours, and I'm drinking White Claws the whole time. It's fucking brilliant. Good. I'd, every time is that, the igloo. Every time someone from the is upstairs would let out a dog, I'd be like, claw, claw, claw. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is the igloo still? Is is it like a lot warmer than the outside? Yeah, you get hot in there when you're digging. Like, I have to take my hat and coat off, and then when I come back outside... So, like, we had a little bit of a system. If someone was inside the igloo digging, like, you're digging snow out. So there's, like, gonna be more snow in there that you're digging out. So you have to get rid of that excess snow yeah. so that you have the room that you just dug out. And uh, so you'd push that to the front, and then someone else would be out there with, like, a snow shovel or a hoe and dig it out. And they would, oh. yeah, we do have a long hoe. It's pretty cool. And nice. uh, they would throw that somewhere else. And we actually usually use that snow to, you know, like make more areas of the igloo. But um, we, uh, we'd use, we'd, we'd dig them out. So then we'd switch. So like I'd come out and I'd have to like put my coat and hat back on. And Jackson would go in and strip down. And then he would like dig at it for a few minutes because he's, it's fucking hot in there. Yeah. So, it was pretty cool. I thought it was fun. Nice. I like it, Eagle Time. You should make, like, a couple different rooms for it, too. Yeah, we, we, I you was trying make, to... Like, th- that'd be really cool. I was trying to make it too snow. Do you have enough, do you have, do you have enough snow in, the, in Misik for that? Oh, we do now. We had probably four inches when we started it. But, I mean, I have the tractor, so I was just plowing snow from everywhere. Um, in the field to the, well, you, the middle. You tore, you tore up some sod on the way. Oh, yeah, I did. It was bad. It was very The sod bad. monster. The sod monster. I was, I was putting it back before my dad could notice because he had just gotten home. And uh, I was like, Jackson, get your ass down here. I'm like dragging this fucking piece of grass. <laughs> kicked some snow on top of it. I'm like, he'll figure it out next spring or it'll just be already melted in. And uh, that's where we left that. Talk about a great show, River Monsters with Jeremy Wade. That's a hell of a show. Is that where they catch the fucking... They catch snakes in that. I know that much, right? Well, it's just like the Australian dude, Jeremy Wade, and just goes to crazy rivers and, like, lakes and stuff and catches the biggest thing he can find, and it's awesome. Yeah, that's nuts. I couldn't... I I watched a... I could could maybe catch a gator, but, like, outside of that... (laughs) I watched a video the other day of, like, one of the, I don't know, most prevalent memories I have of river monsters. And it's of this dude um, from Africa. I think it's in the Congo because it takes place in the Congo River. And if you don't know about the Congo River in, like, high season, it absolutely has the biggest rapids ever. Like, the rapids are class five, class six if that's a thing. but. It's, they're huge. And this dude from Africa sets up a netting system in the rapids. And so, like, it's very, very unsafe to swim in. And Jeremy Wade talks about it and stuff. He's like, oh, I couldn't, I I can't do an Australian accent that well. It's like, oh, I couldn't believe what my eyes just saw. It's like, this man, his neck got caught, so he couldn't be catching the, the best river monsters. He couldn't be catching the good fish to provide for the colonies. I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. whatever. So 
um, the dude, instead of, like, he had to go fix the net. So he'd jump into the rapids that are massive. No. And he'd just fix the net. Then he'd, like, be down for a couple minutes at the time. Then he'd come up, and he's in, like, pants. Like, he's in nothing but pants. Like, yeah. no swimsuit, no anything. Just a couple of bare pants and fixing nets, and he'd catch fish off that. And at the end, Jeremy Wade's like, I felt a little bit guilty for the expensive hardware I was using to catch these fish with my like expensive fishing poles and this dude's just using a nylon net yeah that's crazy that's i couldn't even imagine after like going through um like i did some whitewater rafting last summer and like after going through that i can't even imagine what class you know five or six rapids would be like yeah hey we should be whitewater raft instructors this summer together dude i i did send you that and i was like man that would be totally up your alley. The only fucking bitch about it is, is you don't get housing. You have to live in a fucking tent all summer. Well, we can find one with housing. Come on. Yeah. I mean, just the one that I was thinking about was there was no housing. The one in northern Wisconsin? Yeah. Well, it's technically yeah. northern Michigan, I guess, but maybe it's Wisconsin. Well, it's technically, it's technically both. Yeah, it's both. The river just goes right past the border to the UP. A little Uper action. Yep. Here I'm gonna My throw brother an, and I. I'm gonna throw an audible, tell the story, and I'm gonna jump back in. I'll be back. What story? What 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 story? What story am I telling? Abe just left me. What is happening? Alright, well I guess I'll talk about what I was gonna talk about before. Um I got home yesterday from college and Finished all my exams, and they all went pretty well. Having gotten the grades back, but I feel like they went pretty well. And today, now, let's see, it's Tuesday, December 20th. My brother Sam and I have played 22 games of ping pong today. Well, no, not 22. 15 games of ping pong, not 22. We played 12 together, and then we played three doubles matches of me and my mom versus Sam and my dad. And now we're keeping a tally of every time we come home that we play ping pong to get like a full record of our games. And as of right now, I think I'm up, oh, let's see, nine. No, that doesn't add up. Let's see, we're at 12. I think I'm up eight to six. No, 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 that, that can't be adding up either. Sure. Um, Let's see, seven to five, is that 12? Yeah, yeah. it's 12, seven yeah. to five, I think that's a record. But been playing a lot of ping pong. I'm getting pretty good at ping pong too. Where are you playing so this again? Fun. Right in my basement, just ping pong in my house. Me, I was telling the viewers now that you're back that my brother and I have played twelve games of ping pong today, like playing to twenty one. It's been a lot of ping pong. And he's killing, kind of killing it, right? Yeah, I'm up seven games to five on the day, and we're keeping a tally of like how many games we play now. Dude, next time you come to East Lansing, we've got the the ping pong table in the basement um, that AJ got for free. We gotta. I'm not terrible, well, but I'm not good. I am not good at ping pong. Funny enough, I'll be there come late January. Really? In East Lansing? Yeah, I'll come for a weekend or something like that. Sick. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> As I say, this is news to me, but I'm down. I mean, I have nothing going on. I don't start school until January 24th. Oh, wow, yeah. You don't start. That's how long my break is. I'm in Idaho until January 10th, and then 
I'm in Chicago January 11th and 12th for my friend's birthday. And then I come back here and I'm playing. I think at that weekend I'll come to you and then I'm headed back to Wisconsin. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be so, sweet. Dude, mark it on your calendar. Speaking of people in East Lansing, Avery texted me today, um, which was out of the blue. She never texted me. And it's a picture of her shadow Mewtwo that she just caught. And she says, do I purify it? And I'm like, no, no, no. No, no don't you do, do not, that. Avery. No, don't, you don't do purify that. a shadow Mewtwo. I'm like, it is stronger as a shadow. She's like, even with the IVs, it was a two-star. Which, like, lucky her, she got a two-star. And, is uh, yours a zero? No, mine's a three-star. Um, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> which Let's is, go. like, a huge flex. But, um... Hers was a two-star, and it wasn't even a bad two-star. And I was like, no, don't purify. She's like, but it'll make the IV better. I'm like, yeah, but it's stronger. Like, you don't understand. It's all about the attack. It's all about the strength of it when it's a shadow. So, yep. All right, well, obviously this wasn't our first podcast topic, but I'm bringing it up right now. Okay. Let's talk some lions. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking, they're doing it. I texted... So the Lions just won this past Sunday against the Jets, and that raised their odds to get into the playoffs from 13% to 29%. Yeah. And after they won, I text Abe right away, and I'm like, hey, Lions, number one podcast topic. And he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's going to be the first thing we talk about. And here we are. Not the first thing, but I'm bringing it up. The Lions are rolling. Yeah, they are. I was They're dangerous hammered when you sent me that and i was like what the fuck do you mean the lions are number one i'm like the lions are like still in the hunt for the playoffs there's no way they've already made it and (laughs) i was so confused but then i understood what you're talking about i'm like telling my dad i'm like the lions are in the playoffs he's like what are you talking about and i'm like mark just sent it he's like mark doesn't know what he's fucking talking about well i knew what i was talking about i know i know a lot what i'm talking about but yeah so they are doing well. They uh, they had a huge win against the Jets, um, which was huge like, win. Just like that's kind of weird to say because in past years, if you say you have a huge win against the Jets, that's like all right, you must be pretty shitty. Well, it's also saying like the Jets and the Lions are both in playoff contention. You're just like that doesn't sound right to say in the same sentence. No, and it's not like other leagues, like the NBA, no. is like. I mean, there's only five guys on the court, so, like, one guy can make more of a difference, and it kind of rotates around, you know, the draft picks. You get more guys, and then guys that are older fall down. Your team gets lesser and lesser, and you kind of see different teams going to the playoffs every year, but the NFL is more stable, and you see good teams staying good unless there's a For at least, like, like five years. Yeah. When a good team's good, they're usually good for around five years, and then they yeah. fall off after, like, I don't know, free agency happens or maybe a trade or just guys get old. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But the Lions being good, um, let's see. They're winning in ways that, like, doesn't really depend on, like, how they – how am I supposed to put this? It's They can win games without one guy just going off. Like, they're yeah. just winning. It's awesome. Yeah, it's sweet. Like – St. Brown has just been an offensive unit um, yeah. in the past few weeks, and that's huge. But, like, I've had Jamal Williams on my team on fantasy for so long that, like, he's been doing good and Swift is doing good. 
Swift is doing good. Like, it was a little Swift, bit... Swift, um, Swift, unfortunately, has a bad case of not getting the first down, but getting really close, though. Yeah, you notice he, that? Does. he does, yeah. And he like, always gets, like, one yard short of the first down, no matter what. Like, where they get in the red zone, and they fuck him over, and they'll give the ball to somebody else. Like, the guy that just yeah. led you all the way to the end zone, you're not giving him the ball. That's like, let's just give it to Jamal and get his touchdown count up. He's the biggest vulture for touchdowns. Sweet for me on my fantasy team, but, like, I'll be, like, 32 yards and three touchdowns. How the fuck did he do this? It's because Swift ran the goddamn thing all the way down the field. Yeah. Exactly. So. I, I got a text from Jackson about fantasy football on Sunday, too, and he goes... A year ago from today, I beat you in the first playoff game. And today, I beat you in the toilet bowl. <laughs> and I just go, yikes. <laughs> yeah, not, not ideal. Not, not, not ideal at all. I beat I'm our, our officially friend, the biggest loser. Uh, little Dan, I'm going to call him Little. I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast and skip to 32 minutes. Um, little Dan, I beat him, and I'm on to the next round of the playoffs. Suck it, Dan. Let's go. Let's go. Um, and Levi can suck it, too, because he didn't make the playoffs. Suck it, Levi. That is so funny. Suck it, little Dan. They all can suck it. And I don't know who I play next week. I have no idea. It's probably Parker. You probably play someone pretty damn good if you beat the first one. Yeah. I think it is Parker. It'd be sweet if I could take him down, because I don't think I played him in the regular season. And if I did, Parker's dude, really good. last week I had five fucking subs. I had to take five people off the bench because I had five players that had bye weeks. How'd you win? I have no fucking idea. By the grace of God, I won. I think I put up 106 <laughs> and Dan put up like 79. Yikes. Which Bad was week for both, but tough. somehow you won. Yeah. That's, I think that's the key to fantasy is just playing the right time. Like, it, it's totally yeah. luck. Like, if you have shitty players and the other team has shitty players and just one guy does good, you win. I've noticed my stats in fantasy, too. Like, I don't have the least amount of points scored in the league, but I have by far the most points scored against me. Like, it's 200 more than anyone else. Yeah. So that just means everyone has their best week against me. And given my team's horrid, like, I'm 2-12 and 12 now. Yeah. But it, it's also, like, people always have their best week against me. And sometimes that just happens in fantasy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Through. If I put up 150 points and the other team puts up 170 every week, like, I'm doing the best I fucking can. 150 is a lot. 150 is a lot for a 16-person league. Oh, 16-person league is brutal. Yeah, it is also insane that we're in such a big league. But Also, by the way, I told little Dan that I'd come back to camp if you came back, so he might be reaching out to you. God damn it. Yeah. He told me they want to, like, kind of establish a lead, count, like, count, lead counselor for each village again and be like, He's kind of on program staff, kind of in the village, and you just make sure everything's going well because it's gotten so out of hand the past couple of years. Yeah, that's smart. I said smart, too. He's like, I kind of, and then he texted me. He's like, I kind of want you for that role. And I was like, well, he didn't text me that. I texted him, like, how's the camp stuff going and, like, everything. And then he sent back. He's like, I remember in 2021 when we were getting 
lunch or dinner or something at North Star Restaurant. Hey, you going to bed? Yeah, go All right, have fun I'll at work you. tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell everybody say hi. Hey, Sam says hi. Yo, what's up? See ya. Yeah, but Dan told me at, I think it was North Star Restaurant in Chicago. Well, I told him. I was like, I can't work this summer at 2021 because I'm going to Copenhagen for the whole summer to study abroad. Right. And he's like, okay, well, th- this is when he had it in the works, and I was one of the first people to know that he's getting like the summer camp count or summer camp position. What is that? What is that position called? It's like the executive. Oh, summer camp director. Yeah. Like that position. And he already knew in like February of 2021. That's crazy. Like I can't work this summer, but I told him I was like. I'll probably come back for 2022, and this was just me being, like, nice to him. But then he texted me after I texted him, like, how you doing? Like, long time no chat. He's like, I remember when you told me at North Star Restaurant in 2021 of February that you'd come back to camp this summer. So I have a couple roles that have opened up for you. I was like, god damn it, Dan. Like, why do you remember everything? Yeah, no kidding. So, <clears throat> I told him, <clears throat> Those were Dave Grohl worthy right there. That was good. Those were Dave Grohl right there. But um, I told him I'd go back if you go back. Hey, thank you. I uh, So if you get a text from Dan, there you go. I'll let you you know know if I do. The only meaningful message I've gotten today was from Ohio State. So that was the only email I've gotten. I know that, Dan, they've been sending out the emails to the staffs. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they're, they're looking for people. They've been ripping them. So, but it's early in the game. They'll be okay. All right. Well, should we do a draft on that that note? Yeah. You're going to have to keep track of it because I don't have my stuff with me. Yeah, I'll keep track. Well, hey, tell a story while I go piss and get another drink real quick. Decent. Okay. So, I'll say this much. So, my... um sister and I came to the basement today which okay that sounds so fucking bad I'll restart so I wanted to play beer pong which I haven't played in a while I feel like once you're a senior in college like all of the games that you play can you hear this yeah once the games the games that you play once you're in college like like beer pong and shit like that, like they kind of fade once you're a senior. You just don't play them as much. You just don't like have as many parties where you're doing that. So like, I was like, hey, yo, 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 you want to play beer pong? She was like, fuck yeah. So we go downstairs to play in the basement. Just like, it's not really like a basement. It's like refurbished, blah, 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 blah. Just another room. So we're playing beer pong. I get the cups that I thought were clean, red solo cups. I open them up. There's just fucking black mold all over them. I'm like, Jackson. This is the only reasonable explanation I have for this, is that my 14-year-old brother took these beer pong cups and was trying to teach his friends, his tiny little friends, pong. I assume they weren't drinking because they're 14. How would they be drinking? They don't have access to this. But I open up the cups. I'm like, fuck it. We'll do this later. Like, I'm going to have to buy more. So that was a little bit depressing tonight, but also hilarious because we got to rail him. Think of if they were, like, from 2020 when we worked on staff. Yeah, they, they could have been. Those those may have been sitting there for a long time. That's the other explanation, is that I used, them, I used them the last time that I was home. 
and they've just been sitting on the shelf since. Yeah, that's gross. I'd like to blame it on so, my younger brother instead. Yeah, I mean, you blame everything on your younger brother. I'm the youngest brother, and I got stuff blamed on me. Yeah. So what should we draft? Oh, were we going to do a Christmas draft? Is this the one to do a Christmas draft in? This is the one to do a Christmas draft in. It's the right. one before Christmas. Happy almost Christmas, everyone. Happy almost Christmas. What Should we do songs or movies? I don't know many Christmas movies. So Christmas songs is probably the move. Do you know a lot of Christmas movies? I know. I've got a strong top ten in both of them. Oh, wow, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I think I'm better at Christmas songs. Or we could do both. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do both. Fuck them. It's, it's Christmas time. All right, we're doing, we're doing Christmas songs first. All right. You got a die around you? Damn it. I got a pick. We'll flip a pick. Oh, flip a pick. How about that? It's on the floor now. Never mind. I don't have a pick. Dude, just grab it, you lazy bones. It was a man's job right there. Had to go in between the cushions. Something falls between the cushions, it just kind of makes me want to die. This is tails, this is heads. Okay, heads or tails? Tails. It's tails. Alright, well, for my number one pick, I'm picking Last Christmas. Last Christmas. By Wham. Nice. That's a solid pick. That's my go-to. Yeah, you weren't just saying Wham wham for dramatic effect. You were saying Wham as in... No, it's it's by Wham. I was just being, Last Christmas, Wham. Gotcha. Wham. (laughs) I love the the Mark Boovey dance move. It goes, whoop. You know what I'm talking about? Whoop. Yeah, that's exactly. I do that sometimes at parties now. I'm like, this is kind of fucking hype. I'm going to do this. Um, all right. My first is going to go to, oh, shit. This is more difficult now. I'm going to go. Was that your, wait, wait, wait. Was that your first? No. I just, I've got so many good ones. I think I'm going to, there's no reason, there's no way I go wrong any direction that I go. So I'm going to go Happy Xmas, better known as Happy Christmas, War is Over, John Lennon. Happy Xmas. There you go. Great song. Um, Yoko Ono sings in it, which is kind of fucking terrible because I think that she's the reason that John Lennon died. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, that's a whole oh man, that's a whole different. So topic. I'll just let you. I'll just let you Can't get, get into your second that. pick. All right, let's see. I'll just go the fan favorite right now, and it always goes to the top of the charts when it comes Christmas time. That's not only the Mariah's carry. Mariah carries all I want for Christmas is you. Solid pick. Solid pick. That one's gonna perform. That one's gonna. It's gonna attract a crowd. That one's gonna perform. Every year, it's it's a hype one. You can hear it at a bar. You can hear it at a party. You can hear it just on your own, and it's gonna hit every time. Yep, that's a good pick. Um, my number two, I'm gonna go a holy night. Um, solid song. How does that go? It's like, oh holy night, the stars are brightly. You know that song? The stars are brightly shining. Yeah, solid song. Yeah, I know it. Um. 
I'm not I'm gonna be a little bit narcissistic here. Actually, I'm not. There's a guy that I heard play that song like three years ago. I heard it live, and I was like, this is the best thing in the fucking world. So every time I play that song, I play it exactly like he did, and uh, or at least I try to, and it sounds the best to me. So I'm gonna pick that song. That's my pick for me. That's on my team. I needed it. You needed it. It is a good song. Like I, I I respect that song a lot. It's fun. That was a good song. And it's got it's got a good good tempo to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go and follow the Beatles train a little bit. Well, that was not Beatles, but John Lennon was. I'm gonna go Wonderful Christmas Time by John. Oh John damn Lennon, by Paul pick. McCartney. Wow, I don't even think I've heard that song this year. That's a great pick. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. All right. All right. This means this. You're is bopping a- your head to no music right there. It was just silent, and Abe's just going wham, 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 wham with I his want you head. To put something in it. It's in my head, and I, I can't get it out. Um, yeah. It's in a cage. Um, let's see. This is my third pick. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna Number go. Three. Dude, little drummer boy, lit song. Are you picking it? Yeah. Yeah, Lil Drummer Boy is really lit. Yeah, that's the guitar part, but... It's so good. It's so good. Dude, can you play that on guitar? Or not, not guitar. Can you play that on drums or no? Yeah, I think I could. Um, it would take me a minute to learn it on the drums. Like, if I picked up guitar, I could play you Little Drummer Boy right now. Um, also, going back going back to Hot Ones with Dave Grohl talking about drumming, that was sick, where he's just like, it's all... Like, everyone can read music and be a drummer but what defines a drummer is the feel they've got and how they actually perform yeah. the music absolutely and it's true like who's the drummer for rush i always forget his name um shit i forgot his name too his name but he wrote all the music actually did you know that he wrote the all from the rush lyrics. yeah the guy from rush wrote all the lyrics dad what's the what's the drummer's name for rush neil pert neil pert Right there, he's dead. from Craig Boovey. Yeah, and he's dead. Neil Peart is dead, but he's dead. yeah, he's he's the best drummer alive. Well, not alive anymore. He was the best drummer alive, and he's the best drummer now. Yeah, damn good drummer. And oh man, and Hawkins, he's dead too. He was a good drummer. Taylor Hawkins was such a good drummer. Alex Van Halen. Dave Roll Do you think Alex Van Halen's a good drummer? He's pretty good. Too. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good drummer. Uh, definitely in Eddie's shadow. Um. There's no way you have a guitarist that's that influential and you don't think that that's the forefront piece of the band. Um, but yeah. But I mean, Van Halen. You have to listen. Well, if you just listen to the song Hot for Teacher, like that's oh, going to yeah. put any drummer for. If you can drum that song, you're killing it. 100%. I mean, he literally sounds like a motorcycle taking off. People would think we're doing a draft for drummers right now, but it's actually Christmas songs. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, okay. I think it's your pit, right? Yeah, it's on number four. And I'm going to go uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. Nice. Thanks. Dude. Every, every single one of my songs has Christmas in the title, which is kind of funny. Yeah, that... I mean, that's kind of a theme with Christmas. It's like, it's got to have Christmas in the title, but, like, some of them don't, and those are bangers. Oh. Also, Craig Boovey just walked out of the basement up the stairs, and before he shut the door, just goes, White Christmas, and then slams the door. 
<laughs> so we got his number one pick if he wants to be in it. We'll put him in it. We'll put Craig at one pick, and it's just White Christmas. We'll see if it runs the table. Nice. Bing Crosby version, I'm assuming. Probably. Um. So with my four pick, I'm going to go Blue Christmas. Actually, I'm just going to change the color. Okay. Um. But absolutely fantastic. And specifically, if I had to pick a version, by Elvis. Oh, by Elvis. Yeah, I do like the... Oh, oh, wait, that's White Christmas. Fuck. It goes... Oh, 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 blue. It's just like that. It's beautiful. That does sound beautiful. Good job. All right, go with your number five. Okay, I've got... I've got... Man, I've got a couple I'm picking from for five because five is an important pick right now to really round it out. But what I'm going to do is I would, I would, not my pick, I would pick Sleigh Ride, but I heard that song so many times and every single band I was in had to play it throughout middle and high school. I didn't play band in high school, but I listened to it a lot, so... That one kind of falls. It's lit. But I am going to get the diversity in my group a little bit and pick Feliz Navidad. Nice. That's... I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Dude, you put I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Dude, it, it, Feliz Navidad, is, it goes so hard. Fun little story about that song. Um, my sister, I'll make it quick, was in elementary school. They have the little recital things that ever all the kids sing right yeah well they sang Feliz Navidad and she thought the lyric was feels like Nevada and so she sang that the whole song feels feels like Nevada feels like Nevada (laughs) feels like Nevada (laughs) that's hilarious that's so funny feels like Nevada dude we make fun of her every Christmas Wait, let's see. It feels like Nevada, phosphorus, anus, and Feliz Nevada. Dude, I would have said there's no better time to be Hada, but... Oh, that's, that's pretty funny, dude. That's good. <laughs> I was kind of going off prosperity, Prospero's Anos y Felicidad, so I kind of went phosphorus, anus, and... um. Feels like Nevada. I don't know. That's that is such a fucking funny pick though for me because we do make fun of that song. Not necessarily the song, but my sister every Christmas. When I was in fourth grade or fifth grade, I was in the choir for my elementary school and I got deemed, aka picked as one of the people who would play the maraca during Feliz Navidad in the choir. Sick. I felt really cool for that. Yeah, that's sweet. Shows I could keep a little rhythm and a little beat going. Maybe I should have been a drummer. Who knows? So, with my last pick, I knew this one would fall to number five. I'm not upset about it. I knew I'd take this guy. Um, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. You ever hear that song? You lost me. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? No? I've probably heard it, but I don't know. Yeah, you'll have to look that one up. Great Christmas song. It has like, like I think Bono sang in it. Maybe like Bono's sick. Shout Bob, out you too. Bob Dylan might have sang in that. Like a bunch of fucking Dude, artists go, sang in that song. And it was like a whole thing. We should do a draft. We should do a draft of bands. Yeah. 
That would be a good one. That'd be a fun one. That that one we might have to do like a ten person draft because, or ten like whatever ten band draft because we've got a lot. Yeah, I thought about talking about a lot of music stuff on this podcast, but we didn't go that direction, so I never brought it up. But next podcast, those are on my th- that's going to be on my list is to talk about music stuff, and that'll definitely be our draft. Do it. Okay, sick. I'm I'm in. Do we want talking to do- about music? I was I was gonna bring. Like, I packed up my guitar and everything, and I was going to bring it home, and then I was going to take it on the plane with me to Idaho, because being in Idaho for two and a half weeks, being out west just kind of wants you to play guitar. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really, it's just, like, the jam out there. And then I was, like, kind of debating it. I was like, it'd be so much fun to have it out there, but it's just such a hassle to bring on a plane. Yeah. And then I forgot it in my apartment in Wisconsin, so luckily that made my decision pretty dang easy. Damn. Well, that doesn't make it easy. <laughs> yeah. What's the um, what's the one Christmas song with like the Swedish House Mafia? Swedish House Mafia. You like it's like the Oh, Mad Russian's Christmas? Is that what it is? Is that what it's called? Oh, Carol of the Bells? Is it Carol of the Bells? Mad Russian's Christmas is by uh Electric no, not Electric Life Orchestra. Um, somebody probably knows this, and they're like, <laughs> "Fucker doesn't know what he's talking about." Like, yeah, I know. Same, same here. Like, oh, sorry, I don't know. It's sorry. a Trans Siberian Orchestra does a Mad Russian Christmas. That's what it is. It's not Swedish House Mafia. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Trans Siberian. I was close with Siberia and Sweden. Eh, both start with the S. Other than that, they're not in the same little. They're not. Siberia's not even in Scandinavia, so I was wrong. Yeah, that 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 band is Whatever. sweet. They do they do make fire songs all the time. Yeah, they do. All right, so let me read this one off before we get into Christmas movies. So my five team songs are "Last Christmas," "All I Want for Christmas Is You," "Wonderful Christmas Time," "Holly Jolly Christmas," and "Feliz Navidad." Abe's or Jacob's, oh God, is Happy Xmas, A Holy Night, Little Drummer Boy, Blue Christmas. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, that one's tough. I think we'll post it on the Instagram if we remember. Probably won't. Follow the Instagram. It's Boondock Bakery. We have two posts. Maybe we'll do another one tonight. Who knows? Yeah, those are those are all great picks. Um, we're gonna do. The movies. Yeah. I feel like you've got the edge on me for this. I think I'm going to toast you in the movies. I'll try to make it quick. It'll be like a knife to the heart. Make it a knife to the heart because I think I can hold my own. All right. I'm going to flip it. Heads or tails? I want you to go first. He wants me to go first. I'll give you the first pick. Shit. I will give it to you right now. Wow, that's tough because I've got two, and I don't know which one you're going to take number one. So I'm going to take... Son of a bitch. Um, I'm going to go National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, number one overall. Nice. Favorite fucking Christmas Fun movie. Fact. I think I can. I think I can act in that movie. Like, if you give me a role, I could, I could say all the lines. I think you could. You want to hear a fun fact? Yes. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. Never seen it. Jesus, you would love it. 
Probably, but I've never seen it. You'd think it's hilarious. Yeah, probably. You're you're all you're not wrong, but I've just never seen it. I don't watch a ton of movies, especially during Christmas time. I'd rather be making snowmen. I've made six snowmen this year so far. Yeah, that's crazy. You Snapchatted me after you guys got that dump in Wisconsin. I was like, well, first of all, where's all of this snow in East Lansing? And then second, I was like, he made like three snowmen. Did you like the snowmen? I was I went off I went. This was about a week ago. About a week ago. About a week ago, do the Bobby Schmurda. No. <laughs> so, let's see. It was, I went home at about 1.30 after Mario and I finished our study grind at College Library. And it was just perfect, like... It was dumping snow, dumping, but it was large flakes and they were falling so elegantly and there was no wind. And I was like, okay, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I still have energy. I'm making some snowmen. Nice. So on the back, the back little porch I have that like faces the lake at my house, I made five snowmen, one in front of Wexler's door, one in front of John's and then three in front of mine. Just made five of them right at one point. That's nuts. So it was kind of fun. I mean, there's a, our, to our house, there's like a, not a, not a gradual hill, but not steep, like somewhere in between. It was all filled with snow. And there is this car that drove down it and got stuck at the bottom of it. And while I had my AirPods in listening to just like blasting Christmas music, this car was trying to get up the hill and like another car was towing it. And they probably had their headlights on me, and I just wasn't helping and making my snowmen. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. So, okay, for my first pick, I'm going to take Elf. Nice. Nice pick. Yeah. I mean, Elf is just one of those movies that never gets old, and you just watch it year after year. Yep. Going to be honest, might some have left that some people think... draft board. Wow. Just have some seen people... it so many fucking times. Some people don't think Will Ferrell's that funny, and I completely disagree with him. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, that's nuts. People that don't think that he's funny are crazy, because he's just, like, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, Will Ferrell's the man. Yep. Um, with number two, I've got to go to the Polar Express. Fuck you. That was gonna, I, I was, I should have taken that first. That's what I thought you were gonna take, number one. I I'm glad I that I went have. the way that I did. Um, I think that I've I only watched the Polar Express on Christmas Eve. Just like as a family, really? we watch it on Christmas Eve, like growing up. So like That's we'd good. always save like it that. to like Christmas Eve, and we'd watch it, and then like my dad would read the fucking book. I don't even know what it is now, and then we'd go to bed. Yeah, the, dude, the Polar Express, I should have taken that one. Elf is, like, a phenomenal first pick, but I was debating between, I was like, as soon as you took National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I was like, okay, I got Elf or Polar Express. Yeah. And I chose Elf just thinking you would take it next, and then you took Polar Express, and now knowing that you probably wouldn't have taken Elf, that one hurt. Yeah, Elf would have been my three out of those out of those three. Um, It probably wouldn't have been left off my draft board. That was probably a lie, but... But Polar Express, did you know it's uh, based in Grand Rapids, Michigan? Like, the start of it? Yeah. Yeah, and Tom Hanks yeah. has, like, eight fucking characters or something like Tom that. Tom Hanks is the man it's in not, it, dude. It's not Him as the conductor is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I got to roll to my second one, and I am going to take the Grinch, and I'm talking about the animated Grinch because not the Jim Carrey one. Really? I've never seen the Jim Carrey one. The Jim Carrey one's pretty solid. I think they're both pretty solid, but um, I definitely will watch the Jim Carrey version over the animated version. Both of them are good. Yeah. I'll let you just have oh, the Grinch. I'm, I'm animated guy. I'm probably not going to take I'll take the Grinch as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I'll take. I'll let you take that because Okay. there's just – I don't think I can take the Grinch Jim Carrey version and feel right about it knowing that you took the animated. Um, also, talking about some sick voices – Talk about the dude who sings How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You're a mean one. Oh, yeah, dude. Mr. Grinch. Man's balls are to his knees. Dude, his dick is past his leg loop of his pants. Yeah, that guy is... It's insane. That guy's voice is You're a so mean one. It's awesome. Um... Well, I'm All right, let's hear it. Number three. Sure what to do now with the third pick? Um, I know I can save one for number five, so. Hmm. Hmm. Now I'm stuck. Well. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, dude! No, <laughs> classic, classic. The movie, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie, the animated version. The one with like the abominable snowman that's massive. Yeah, and he like goes clay. to the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, that's what I'm taking because that movie was hype. Rudolph the Red Nose, Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, they're all coming back to me now. I've got a lot of good picks now. We're good. I finished out my draft board. I'm interested to see what you do, and if you take them, I'm gonna be pissed. All right. Well. Let's get controversial, my friend. I'm taking Die Hard. Wow. (laughs) Honestly, great pick. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't really know if that's a Christmas movie or not. Not going to choose a side because I really don't give a fuck. But it was a Christmas-based movie. Like, it was during Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. Thank you. I'm excited about taking it. Yeah. You want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. I've never seen it. Have you not? No, I've never seen Die Hard either. Wow, you just trusted the scouts on that one, didn't you? Well, I knew it was, I knew the debate for Christmas movie or not, but I've never seen it. But I took it. <laughs> oh, that's we got a good farm system over here in the movie household. That's fantastic. Well, I Uh, guess with my next one, oh man, I'm going to blank on the title. Uh, It's not Mr. Claus. Maybe it's Santa Claus or something like that. It's the movie. I'll just describe it and people can fucking tell me what it is in the comments. Um, It's the movie where the guy's brother is Santa Claus and he has to go help him. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. All right. I don't I don't know. He goes to know. help Jeez. him in the North Pole and he causes some ruckus and then he saves Christmas. It's fantastic. Um but he's Santa Claus's brother. And that's a hype movie. What is that called? I'm not going to give it to you unless you get the name. Santa 
We're in an hour. We're Fred at an Claus. hour and three minutes. Yeah. What's it called? Fred Claus. Dope movie. Fred Claus. All right. Well, I'm gonna take one that has definitely fell aways. Yeah. Definitely. And I think this one that I'm about to take is better than the original. I'm going to take Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Nice pick. Wow. Can't believe we haven't talked about any of the Home Alones to this point. I know. And it's strictly because of Marv the Bandit himself and him falling from the third floor of, like, the apartment complex going to the bottom, and he just hits it, and then it, like, cuts to the other dude. I forget his name, but then it cuts back to Marv, and he goes, wow, what a hole. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> legendary that comedy, you said that. Com- comedy gold right there. Yes, I, I can't believe that that of all scenes is what you picked out of that movie, because I will see a hole... <laughs> Like, if I'm walking on the sidewalk and there's a hole in the sidewalk, I will just go, wow, what a hole. And no one fucking that's understands me. That's literally what I do whenever I see a giant hole. I'm just like, wow, what a hole. <sighs> would you Would you ever do that to your girlfriend? What do you mean? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, after or before sex and you just go, wow, what a hole. <laughs> I've never thought about that, but that is a banger statement to say i saw well it it doesn't come from my own brain sadly well that that did but i saw a video on instagram of that with like it's the video of marv saying wow what a hole but the writing under it is when you have sex with a cougar for the first time and it just goes wow what a hole that's amazing. Wow. Oh, man. Well, I'll take my fifth pick here. And I <laughs> I'm just, taking you off the chains right now. I won't feel good about it after your fifth pick. But I feel the need to go as modern as possible. Possibly even this year. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Guardians of the Galaxy released a new... Yeah, and it's not that good, but I'm going to take it, and uh, I'm going to take the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Have you seen that, this? That, my friend, is where... Yeah, I've seen it. That's where my friend, you just lost this draft, though. Yeah, I think it is, too, but being the last Christmas movie I watched, it's just, like, it's either that or, like, any other classic, and I just... I needed something to separate me. Why didn't you take Home Alone? Because we both know that Home Alone 2 has better lines. Home Alone 2. Also, did the scene from Home Alone 2 when Marv is up on the roof and Kevin McAllister is down on the floor of, like, or not the floor, the ground, and Marv just grabs a brick and he's like, Suck, brick, kid! And he just lifts him out. Misses him by, like, 20 feet. Yeah, but that's another great line from that movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good movie. I do like that one. All right, let's see what I'm going to take for Oh, my fifth pick. Let's see. I'm probably going to go with another controversial one. Love it. And I'm going to take... Well, let's actually I have to look it up. One second. 
I don't remember which one it is. I would say your most controversial yeah. one now is Die Hard, and mine is the Christmas special for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because that one's going to be loved well, by a lot of fucking Marvel fans, and everyone else is going to be like, I fucking hated this. Okay, let's see. All right. I found out which one it was, and it's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Wow, just because it has Christmas in there when they go to the ball? Just because it has fucking Christmas in there, just is like that, that. Is that the Order of Phoenix, or is it Goblet of Fire? Well, let's see. I just looked it up. I looked it up on... I, I don't... I know the one of Goblet of Fire has the ball, and it's... Yeah. I don't know if it's during Christmas time or not, but I just looked it up on Google, and Google obviously is wrong most of the time. And it says right here, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix is the epitome of a coming-of-age Christmas movie. It checks out all three boxes of the rubric. What is it talking about? The epitome of Christmas. <laughs> Literal shots of snow, mistletoe, and presents under the tree. But it's the essence of Christmas that really shines through of that movie. That is the worst thing I've ever read. Because it's it's a, it, it's controversially a Christmas movie, but it's not the epitome of Christmas. And when you think of Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, which is the fifth one, by the way, if you don't know, yeah. it's all about fucking Harry Potter and... Oh, shit, I'm going to forget the one lady's name that comes in and rules the school. But your AirPods just it's died? A... Oh, shit, my AirPods just died. That means you were going to get you on some of my responses. Don't talk right now. Don't talk or else it's going to come through my computer audio. That's not good. But let's see, how do I fix that? Maybe I charge my AirPods for a little bit. But Order of the Phoenix is all about Harry, like, teaching these other wizards of how to actually like be a wizard and take over the school then it's about Sirius Black dying and Voldemort being back and fighting Dumbledore it's not really the epitome of Christmas are you texting me in the chat oh that's funny so let's see I wish I had different headphones I could get but those are all the way upstairs and we're pretty far in this podcast already so Abe just says, see if you can just wrap it up. That would be legendary. Oh, okay, so I'll wrap it up. Um, we would all, we can, I'll read off the drafts real quick. The draft board of the Christmas movies and see who wins this. We've got Abe's team is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Polar Express, Rudolph the Red Nose. Oh, God. I did not spell red nose right in this. I spelled Rudolph the redneck reindeer, which is even funnier. Funny. <laughs> you you can talk if you want to. No, my volume's all the way down on my computer. Right now. That's the best part about it all. I don't know what you said because I didn't, can't read lips, but it's Rudolph the redneck reindeer, and then his fourth one is Fred Claus, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, yeah. and then mine is Elf, The Grinch, Die Hard, Home Alone, Lost in New York, and Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, which is apparently the epitome of Christmas. That's so funny. So, with that saying, thank you for listening to Boondock Bakery. Love you, Abe, and love you all, listeners. Thank you all. We respect and we appreciate you all a lot, and... Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and can't wait to talk next week. Yes, sir. All right.